everybody to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. Coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky in Studio 9305. Thank you for listening. It has been a great last couple of weeks for Off the Cuff. I told you that in this new season of Off the Cuff, we were going to be taking the show to new heights. And I feel like that we have done that. Off the Cuff made its first television episode debut. We had the first TV-produced episode of the podcast. It was amazing. Here's how it come about. I have a buddy uh, named Del Hamilton who is running for Knott County Circuit Court clerk. He asked me to be his social media director. Without hesitation, I said, of course, I would do it. So basically, he wanted me to just do his social media. He wanted me to run his Facebook page. So I started him a Facebook page, and I've been doing radio ad commercials for him. And one of the things that he was struggling with is coming up with new ideas for his campaign. And I told him, I said, listen, you are not going to be able to reach an audience like you would with Facebook. Think about it. Facebook is something that everybody has. I challenge you to think of 10 people that you know in your life that does not have a Facebook. Yeah, you might be able to spew out three or four names, but can you name out 10 names from the ages from the ages 18 to 60? 10 people who do not have a Facebook account. It's going to be hard to come up with 10 names if you even can. Everybody has a Facebook account. People get on Facebook more than they sit down in front of the television and watch TV. I would go as far as saying that people spend more time on Facebook than they do sitting in front of the television watching it. So I think that Facebook advertising is more effective than television advertising. So anytime we would do a radio commercial, we would not just put it on the radio. I'd put it on the Facebook page. I would boost the post, put some advertising, put some money behind it, get it out there uh, on people's timelines for people to see it. And Facebook has it to where you can designate it to go in a certain geographical area. So we reached all of the Knott County area with his ads. Well, I do a podcast, and Dale is my friend, and I said, Dale, I have a great idea. How about you come on the podcast, and I do a one-on-one interview with you, and you talk about your candidacy for Knott County Circuit Court Clerk. He loved the idea, and I thought it would be great. Now, a lot of my audience isn't the Knott County audience, But I knew that if he came on the show, we could promote that episode in the Knott County area to get his message out there. Because it's hard to really talk about what you were going to do as a candidate in a 30-second radio ad. So we decided to do a 15-minute one-on-one interview. And I said, "Let's let's not just do an audio version of the podcast. Let's do a TV version of the podcast, which gave me the opportunity to give off the cuff its first television-produced episode, and it actually was showed on TV. It was showed on May the 16th, May the 18th, and May the 21st at 9.30 a.m., right after that TV channel's most popular program, The Morning Show. It's shown across five different counties, Knott County, Letcher County, Perry County, Floyd County, and Breathitt County. Five counties is a lot of counties to reach, Sometimes you have voters that live in surrounding counties that don't necessarily live in the county that they are registered to vote in. So it's good to reach five counties. So Off the Cuff got some exposure on television for three days, and I put the episode on Facebook. 
I said, let me see what kind of viewership it will get on Facebook. And the episode got over 7,000 viewers. Now, up to this point, it's around 7.3, 7.4, which I think is great. And it's only going to rise. But uh, it's definitely our most listened to episode. And now we can say it is our most watched episode. So Off the Cuff made the crossover from radio to television. Now, I wish it was a full-time thing. I wish Off the Cuff had its own time slot on television. And you could see Off the Cuff every episode from here on out on television. That is not happening at the moment. As much as I wish it could, as much as I want it to, we just haven't struck up a deal with any type of uh, television company to have Off the Cuff on TV. But Off the Cuff did do an episode on television. You could check out that episode, episode 209. It's called TV Interview with Dale Hamilton. And you can find it on the Off the Cuff Facebook page by just simply going to facebook.com slash Off the Cuff with Adam Banks. Check it out. I think you'll get a kick out of it if you are a fan of the show. Being on television and doing a podcast is two totally different worlds. When when I do this podcast, when I sit down and do it, I'm talking, but I'm doing a million other things while I'm doing the show. I'm looking up information. I'm looking at uh, going through papers. I'm you know doing fiddling with my hands. I'm not worrying about what my facial expressions look like. I'm just talking. But when you're on television, everything is seen. Your hands, your feet, your eyes, your mouth, your facial expressions, everything. You can't just piddle through notes or piddle through information because it looks like you're unprepared on television. But if you're doing it on the podcast with nobody seeing you, nobody can see what you're doing. So it was a transition. It was a learning curve for me. It was my first time ever being on television. It was an experience. Off the Cuff had its own little set. I got to the TV station. It's TV24 located in Hyman, Kentucky in Knott County. And it walked into the studio. There was a desk, a green screen, and they said we would put a background in the back for you to build you a little set. Uh, So I give props to Lynn Sloan for designing our set. Uh, Props to Zach Hall for producing the episode of Off the Cuff. He did a great job filming it, producing it in post-production. Lynn Sloan producing it in post-production. Shout out to those guys. You did a great job. The background was cool. The off-the-cuff logo in the corner was cool. I I liked it. Um, There was some things that I added into the set. I thought that the set needed to have a microphone in in the middle of the table because this is a podcast. It needed to look like I was doing some type of podcast. So I, I did place the microphone in the middle of the table that you see in the episode But it was really cool. If I was to ever do any off-the-cuff episodes on television, that would just be the set. The blue brick background with the microphone in the middle, that would be the set. And it was really cool. Wore a suit. Uh, It was a suit by Tommy Hilfiger, so shout out to Tommy Hilfiger for designing my suit coat for my TV debut. And it was just a lot of fun. I got a lot of positive feedback. People are telling me, oh, Adam, you need to do television. You know, television would be fun. Television would be a lot of fun. But my heart is still in this. My heart is still in podcasting. I love this forum. I love the radio podcast forum. Now, my goal is to eventually get this podcast on the radio full time. 
but I would not be in any arguments if they decided to put this show on television. Because you could always just take the audio of the television show and place it on the podcast. So if you haven't checked out Off the Cuff, uh, the TV debut of Off the Cuff, episode 209, check it out. I think you'll like it if you're a fan of the show. But this is episode 211 of Off the Cuff. We're back to uh, just do an audio podcast. And I, I'm not worried about people getting high expectations from here on out for Off the Cuff because Off the Cuff has a strong fan base and it's a strong podcast fan base. People who actually enjoy listening to the podcast this way, using this forum. So I'm not worried about numbers declining or anything like that. Uh, we, we went live on Facebook a couple times. People, You're always going to have higher numbers when people can see you. But the radio, podcast, whatever you want to call it, the views are just fine. The listens are just fine. But it was fun. All right, in this crazy, silly world... There is now a debate on the internet. The internet is driving people crazy with two words, Yanny and Laurel. Yanny, Y-A-N-N-Y, Laurel, L-A-U-R-E-L. And there's an audio clip that is being sent around the internet asking people to play it, and it's a robotic voice saying a word. And he wants you to identify what you hear from the audio clip. Are you hearing the word Yanny or are you hearing the word Laurel? So I'm going to play it for you and I want you to tell me what you hear. Laurel. 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 So what word are you hearing? Are you hearing the word Laurel or are you hearing the word Yanny? It's divided. People are saying they hear Laurels. People are saying they hear Yanny. I was watching a newscast today on television where people were, one news anchor said, I don't know how anyone else can hear anything but Laurel. And his co-host looked at him and said, are you crazy? I don't know how anyone else can hear any other word except Yanny. And it's so bizarre. It's nuts to think that people are hearing two different things. Well, every time that I hear the clip, I hear Laurel nine times out of ten. Well, one time I listened to it, and I could not hear the word Laurel. I only heard the word Yanny. And then I clicked off the video, clicked back on it, and there popped back up the word Laurel again. I've been looking at the scientific reasoning behind why we're hearing two different words, why people are hearing two different things, and they're basically saying that the frequency of the audio, it's... It's either up or down. People sometimes have without that can hear high frequencies can hear the word Laurel, and people who can hear real low frequencies can hear the word Yanny. I, I've heard both, so I don't know what that is saying about me. Every time I listen to it now, I only hear Laurel. And people are probably listening to that clip that I just played just now and heard the word Yanny and like, Adam, you're crazy. It's clearly saying the word Yanny. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it might be just whatever you want to focus on. Whatever word you're trying to make your mind thinks it's saying, I think that that might be what you're hearing. It's bizarre, though, because I've heard both. I've tried to go in it very biased, not to have any word in my mind, and I hear Laurel every time, except a couple. I've heard Yanny. If I play it again, I'll hear Laurel. One more time. Laurel. 
Laurel. That's clearly Laurel. 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 I, I don't know. You're probably laughing, saying, no, it's Yanny. But that is something, it's kind of like that blue dress. Remember the blue and, and white dress when they send it around the internet? What color is this dress? Half the world was saying blue, half the world was saying white. And then you had a couple people in there, oh, it's, it's gold. Well, what color really was the dress? I don't think they really ever announced what the color of the dress was. But that's another thing that's going around, Yanny and Laurel. So, I don't know. You be the judge. Write us on Off the Cuff on the Facebook page. Post on the page. Tell us what you think. If you think it's Laurel or Yanny, facebook.com slash off the cuff without a banks. Let us know what you think. I am pretty giddy because everyone knows that I'm a college professor. And college professors work nine months out of 12. And they get off in the summer. Well, I am now officially on summer break. Had our graduation May the 12th. Got to see a couple of my students that I taught graduate. It's, it made me feel good to see those guys walk across the stage, those two young men that I taught. I don't know if there was any more of you that graduated. There was a ton, but I only seen those two, those two guys. So if there was a girl out there that voted or three or four guys, or that voted, I'm sorry, a girl out there that graduated or two or three more guys that graduated, I, I only seen two of you guys. But congrats, shout out to all those students of mine that graduated. My summer is officially here. Thank God. I've not experienced this in a long time, having a summer vacation. I usually work through the summer. But now I'm actually just taking it easy, going day by day, summer break, work free, still getting paid the same as I would during the school year. It's great. Learned a lot my first year teaching as a full-time teacher. I learned a whole lot. I um, think it's a very noble, rewarding career to be a college instructor. Uh, Southern West Virginia Community and Technical College is definitely a place that I could see myself at for a very long time. I love that institution. I love the uh, people there, and I love my job there. I love the students, my classes. It's a great job. And yeah, summer great. Summer break is great. But I'm not going to be disappointed when August rolls around and it's time to go back to work. And that's when you know you got a good job. That's when you know you have found something that you love. I'm telling you guys, you should only do something that you love because you'll feel like you never are working. You want to spend your time at a place where you want to spend your time. Because work is a place where we're always having to spend our time. So why not spend it at a place that you love? And I have found teaching to be such a rewarding career for me. So summer break is officially in. Uh, Most of the students across the the states are getting out for summer vacation as well. And we definitely got that summer buzz in the air. I see the pools opening up uh, slowly but surely. I think the official time that pools open is around Memorial Day weekend. But uh, my apartment complex has already opened the pool. Got a few things I want to do this summer. Go to Cincinnati, watch the Reds, hang out in downtown Cincinnati, going to a buddy's wedding, the best man in his wedding, going to his bachelor party, uh, going to Myrtle Beach for a week to enjoy the beach. I got this election coming up for Dale, so hopefully he wins that. Uh, So a lot of things going on this summer. Going to Louisville for a conference for work. That should be fun. Taking one of my stu- two of my students to 
compete in a competition, a speech competition uh, for nationals. So I do look forward to that. And just really altogether, just summer vacation. All right, I do want to talk about this because this sparks a personal interest of mine. Sports betting is now legal in all 50 states in the United States of America. The Supreme Court made it official on May the 15th, early that morning. It was announced that the Supreme Court made it legal for all people to vote on sports games in all 50 states. Now, before, it was only legal in the state of Nevada, hence Las Vegas casinos, why everybody goes out there to place bets. It is now legal here in Kentucky. Now, I think officially before different places can put in sports betting uh, places, the legislator has to do something. I think they have to maybe sign off on it. Now, I have high hopes that Kentucky is not going to fall behind, that Kentucky will sign on. I think it will be a huge mistake if Kentucky does not do it. Because what's going to happen is you still got people in the state that wants to do it. There's people in the state that have been wanting to do it for a long time. And now that it's legal in all these other states, if it's not legal in Kentucky, but it's illegal, it's legal in bordering uh, states, they're just going to cross over and place their bets and put their money with other states. Kentucky is already struggling with pension retirements. Why not make this – why not implement – this sports betting law, this legalization of this law by the Supreme Court, why not implement it in the state to help the state's economy? Our current governor calls gambling a sucker's bet, but he lives in governs a state a commonwealth where we are betting hardcore on horse racing all the time. What is the difference in betting on a horse than betting on a sporting event like a basketball game? There's none. Absolutely none. A spade is a spade. Let's call it for what it is. So the fact that it would even be considered okay to implement the sports betting law in Kentucky is silly. It should 100% be implemented. I think this is really going to hurt the business in Las Vegas. People go out to Vegas for a good time. They go out for entertainment, the food, the vibes, the energy. But some people solely go out there to place bet on sports because it was the only place legal to do it. I think this will hurt the Vegas business. I bet they almost had a heart attack when they heard what the Supreme Court did. And what about the Supreme Court? It just goes to show how powerful the Supreme Court is. They are the ones running the country. Some people have fought their whole life for sports gambling to be legal. And now one day we just wake up and, hey, it's legal. It's like marijuana. People devote their entire life for the legalization of marijuana. And one day, you could just wake up on an idle Tuesday, turn on the radio, and an announcement says that marijuana is now legal in all 50 states. Just like that, years and years and life devotion of working for the cause just changed out of the blue overnight. So the Supreme Court is going to do what they want to do. And the people who sit on the Supreme Court are so powerful. So those elected officers that sit on the Supreme Court are the people who take control of what we do in this country. Sports betting is going to change the game all across the country. There's going to be people who – it's going to affect our economy. It's going to bring in jobs. It's going to give people who are talented at placing bets on games. It's going to give them an opportunity 
to maybe start a business of helping others bet on games. It's going to negatively affect people's income because addiction is going to occur. There's going to be people who spend their paychecks on uh, betting on sport games. It's going to happen. I live in Kentucky where college basketball and football is big. Do you not think that people are going to bet a lot on Kentucky basketball and football games? Yes, it's going to change the way people live all across the country. This one decision. Laws like that, that's huge laws that affects people's livelihood. And this is going to affect people's livelihood. You're going to see people who've never bet on sports before bet on them. You're going to see them get addicted. You're going to see them maybe prosper. Someone could hit it big by betting on a sports game. It's changing the game. Those who are wanting marijuana to be legal, hold on. One day you might just wake up and the Supreme Court just says, hey, let's legalize pot and it's going to be legalized. That's what kind of Supreme Court that we have. That just makes random random decisions. But yeah, uh, in Kentucky, I think a good place to put some sporting books would be, well, let's start with Lexington at the Red Mile. The Red Mile is Lexington's best kept secret. I love the Red Mile. You go out there, you can play slots. It's set up just like a casino. Uh, it, it's a uh, it's got good vibe, good energy. It's uh, yeah, it's got live music, people over the intercom giving out prizes, drink stations, every machine uh, that you can think of, any slot machine that you can think of. They pay out too. You get a player's card, and it gives you rewards like free plays, uh, dollar full course steak dinners, and those steak dinners are delicious. It's not like it's a cheap steak steak dinner. And they got every horse track on TV at the bar. And, ups, and upstairs, you can go up and place your bets, too. It's got its own separate bar, bathroom, uh, etc. Once sporting betting is official in Kentucky, they will have that there, too. So that would be a great place to start. Put it in all big places in the state, at, at every corner. One in eastern Kentucky, one in northern one in Southern, one in Western. But, you know, the Red Mile, fun place. People need to go out there if you are in the Lexington area, if you're there uh, for, if you're here for shopping or you're here to see people just uh, for pleasure, or even if you're here for work, go on your on your lunch break or go when you have a spare minute to the Red Mile. It's it's still got the same feeling as a casino, I'm telling you. When you go in it, you'll see what I'm saying. You don't think really about anything else other than winning money. You hear the sound of the slot machines going off. It's it's a lot of fun. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that about wraps it up here for this episode of Off the Cuff. I'm Adam Banks broadcasting from Lexington, Kentucky. I will see you in the next episode. Coming out of clothes I'm in Wonderland When she coming down the pole And I don't care